0: Welcome to Regret Proof Your Life. I'm host, Jesse Garriga, here to help you start getting your shit together one simple change at a time. The more you know, the easier it is to grow, so let's go. Episode one is going to be a general introduction to me. I'll be sharing a little bit more about my own personal journey, which has led me here today to a place where I want to teach and share with everybody all of the things I've learned over the last several years as it pertains to my own spiritual and personal growth journey. It was really long and oftentimes confusing, difficult to navigate. So now that I'm about six years into this, I want to give back and kind of share some of the basics that have really helped me. And as we continue to go along in this podcast, we'll get into some more advanced concepts. But again, this is just going to be a super easy intro episode. So my name is Jesse Garriga. I am 34, and I live in Colorado with my husband, Trey, and our fur babies. We have a cat and a dog, who you'll probably hear me talk about in the future. I work in HR tech sales currently. I've been doing that for about a decade at this point in time, and I'm a certified coach as well. I went through Coach's Training Institute or Co-Active Coaching back in 2019, and now this is me moonlighting as a podcaster as well. I am a self-proclaimed crazy crystal lady. Uh, So that's basically my term for a spiritual goddess. (laughs) I'm a hiker and I'm a bodybuilder as well, which shit did not start out this way. Okay, nothing nothing like this, and that's why I'm making this podcast. So in this episode, I'm going to share my own journey over the years with you all and explain what to expect from further episodes. So let's go there. I grew up in... The Midwest, actually, the western suburbs of Chicago in a <clears throat> little town called Oswego, Illinois, if any of you are familiar with it. I had two very emotionally immature parents, and so that led to a lot of trauma that I'm unpacking in my adulthood that I didn't realize I had <laughs> uh, as a child, I was very alone. At least it felt that way. Um, My dad worked and by the time he got home from work, he was tired. He wanted to sit in his recliner and crack open a six pack of beer and would shush us away if we were talking or bothering him at all. So pretty much it was like children should be seen and not heard with dad. And then with mom, she was always struggling with her own mental well-being. So a lot of trouble with depression and some anxiety and she ended up self-medicating because you know when i was a little kid it was the 90s and this stuff wasn't really talked about and there wasn't all of the help and support and resources that we have today so she had no other way that she saw than to kind of numb the pain which got worse as we got older and i'll get into that in just a minute i have a little sister emma and when we were little it was really my role to watch over her i had to bring her with my friends you know i had to make sure that she was taken care of and safe and we would often you know while dad was at work and mom was depressed in her room she would have us do quiet time which was lay on the couch in the living room and watch our cartoons and be as quiet as possible for hours at a time so it was like a very probably maybe normal childhood maybe a lot of you have had similar experiences but when i got into therapy at a later date and my therapist one day asked me who was it that raised you i was like holy shit right that's when it hit me like a ton of bricks and i'm like i basically raised myself right i and i felt like i had to so that was kind of the childhood um so No like crazy abuse or anything, maybe just a little bit of like emotional abandonment and neglect is what we were dealing with. But then when we got into teen years, things got crazy. So my mom ended up having an affair and there was drugs involved. So my mom's lover was dropping off baggies of heroin in our mailbox in our nice little house in Oswego when we were teens. Uh, and my dad eventually found out. I mean, it was kind of becoming obvious in hindsight because she would be gone at the grocery store for very long periods of time and she was kind of messed up and high seeming. But I was 15 and I was only really like smoking weed at the time and didn't really understand or even like register on my radar or anything else. Uh, so that at the time was going right over my head. Uh, so super turbulent. My mom ended up moving in with her, you know, boyfriend and my sister and I stayed with our dad. But I mean, the chaos just went on for years in terms of the heroin, the drinking, like the trauma. I don't really have a better word because at the same time we stayed with my dad and he was going through his own shit and he was having a hard time and he was letting us do whatever we wanted. So we were starting to have parties and smoke weed and drink alcohol and smoke cigarettes in front of him at like age 15 with my little sister being 13. So it was crazy. We definitely were wild children and were the people whose uh, parents wouldn't let you come over to their house in high school. So I think everybody had one of those houses, we were that house eventually. (laughs) So I laugh, but a lot of the time I laugh at discomfort, right? So it seemed really cool at the time being able to just have like free reign and have boys over and like have big parties and sleepovers and be able to have my, you know, parents buy me cigarettes or alcohol, but uh, that isn't great looking back. <laughs> so that was kind of what the teen years looked like. Just a lot of drama and chaos and f- continuing to fend for myself really, or at least it felt like that. I'm um, really challenging with my mom as she began to kind of project onto me. So she felt like I hated her and she would always tell me that she knew that I hated her. And her telling me that she knew how I felt when that's not how I felt was the most fucked up thing and made me super angry. And so that started to cause a lot of resentment and issues with her. I did not want to be around her because why would I want to go spend my free time watching somebody not out and like burn themselves with their cigarettes and just like be so unwell. So a really weird relationship throughout my teens growing up. And then my little sister, unfortunately, ended up going down that same path. So I saw my mom and was like, hell no, I do not want to ever live a life like that. And my sister was like, okay, permission to just not give a fuck and just like do exactly as mom does. So I got to relive that twice. (laughs) Um, So all of that led to essentially a total lack of identity. I, I feel like when I look back at my 20s, I had no idea who I was. I was super insecure. That had me just riddled with social anxiety. I would come home and drink an entire bottle of wine to myself after work every single day, um, usually like smoke a pack of cigarettes a day, overeat at night, go to sleep, You know, wake up and be like, what the fuck? Why do I feel like shit? Why am I overweight? Why do I hate how I look? Why do I hate how I feel? Like, but not having any clue how to fix it. Um, I was living in a state of like total imposter syndrome, really, uh, because it was in my early 20s working a sales job uh, in the HR tech space, like software sales, essentially. So there was a lot of guys, a lot of, Toxic people in general, uh, working in the space that I did when I started, and so on top of like everything I had kind of going on in my life, I just didn't believe in myself and was really fucked up about it. Like every day, to where I hated the job I was working, but I like didn't know what I wanted to do at all. I was still seeking validation from like everybody that i worked with especially so gross and cringy but like the senior leaders in sales i wanted my svp of sales and my regional vice president of sales both like older white men to praise me and tell me that what i'm doing is good and it's the right thing to be doing because i had no fucking clue <laughs> And so that's just such a gross feeling looking back. I'm like, hell no, nobody can ever have that power over me anymore. And if you're sitting here like, damn, I wish I could also say that. Uh, it's, it's totally possible. All right, so we're gonna get you there eventually. Uh, I ended up finding my first life coach when I was in my probably like late 20s. At this point, I had sought out therapy. I was, I had a day really where I was like is this all that life has to offer? And before that thought even finished, I already heard what I kind of know today as my highest self, but I had no idea what it was back then. And when I say I heard it, it's not even like I heard it clearly. It's almost like a weird whisper in my brain, but not even a whisper. It's like so quiet. It's like that intuition. And I just felt completely that it was like full connection to like source energy creation energy whatever like god you want to call it but that little voice was like no that that was it it was like as soon as i was asking is this all that life has to offer and all and that no came immediately so that's when i was like all right i'm gonna get a therapist i got so lucky i have the best motherfucking therapist dude uh so that's gonna be a huge thing that we talk about later is just finding the right person for you but i started with therapy Spent about a year in that before I felt like I was ready to kind of focus on the future. So that is when I found that life coach, Tim, and he changed my life utterly. Tim, I already knew because I had met him in the software sales world and he was one of those rare... Men, that's just so well rounded, and he is so connected to himself and to the, that creative, expansive energy. He's just so grounded and empathetic, compassionate, supportive. Like, I, I'm saying this because I would never, never seek out a man to help me typically. And he was the perfect person for me. He helped me understand so much about myself just within the first few weeks of just asking me the most basic questions too, like shit about my values to where I'm like, hmm, never thought about it but i don't have a clue what my values are i can just tell you what i think they're supposed to be based on what other people tell me so that's what i mean when i'm like i had no fucking identity i literally was like i don't even know like what matters to me what doesn't what i want in life like what my triggers are what my boundaries should be nothing so like really digging into some of those basics changed my life immediately and that's when i was like dude, I've got to become a life coach too. I have to be able to help people the way that I have been helped (laughs) by Tim. So I went ahead and I did that. That was one of the craziest experiences of my life just in terms of putting myself in a constant state of discomfort. If I had to tell you like one thing that's going to radically change your life uh, fast, but you're probably not going to like it, is to jump in with both feet into something that like terrifies you and to just keep doing it even though you're scared. Because going to that coaching certification experience was terrifying at first. We set the stage for you. I sign up for this. I pay like thousands of dollars. And I show up to this hotel in Chicago. And I find the room that I'm going to be in. And it is a small conference room with like 30 people in it. We're all sitting in a circle. We are all strangers. So I'm like, okay, I know this is going to be experiential, but I have no idea what to expect. Within like the first hour, we're already on our feet coaching each other. None of us know how to coach. I am dying. Now, Remind, re- remember, this is at a point in time when I like don't even go out and do social things really because the anxiety is just so bad. I'd rather just be at home and like drinking my wine and like eating my Jack's pizza, watching something on Netflix. Um, so I was, Freaking out. Okay. That like voice in my head was screaming at me to leave. Not the voice I talked about earlier of my higher self, but like the voice of what we're going to find out later is a saboteur or like your inner critic. It's that voice that's trying to sabotage you and hold you back. That voice was freaking out and was like, Jesse, you better get the fuck out of here, dude. You better like get your shit and go to the bathroom and then just run out of the building and never come back. Nobody will ever see you again. They're all strangers. Like it was fucking terrifying. But I stayed because I saw other people also looking and feeling like complete idiots and was like, all right, I'm not the, not the only one. I'm just going to fucking do this. So I stayed. And at the end of that weekend, everybody was in tears and hugging each other. And we didn't even want to leave because we all had grown and gotten to know each other so well. So I stayed and I kept showing up. I did six months of my, uh, core curriculum. And then I went on and did another six months of certification where now I'm actually coaching people and I had paid coaching clients. So I just kept being uncomfortable. All right. And then I got my certification. And then uh, in 2019, I actually quit my job and decided to be a full-time life coach. I wanted to be the next Mel Robbins. I told myself that over and over again. I'm like, I cannot wait to do this. I'm going to have such a big impact on the world. And nope, total fucking burnout. Okay. So like, I thought this was like this life-changing thing. I don't have to work a corporate job anymore. I'm going to be this coach. I'm going to help all of these people. I did help some people. But what I found was I spent, God, 90% of my time probably branding marketing prospecting doing facebook and instagram lives working on my website blah 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 everything except for coaching so talk about just stealing the life and the soul from me like i quickly realized this isn't this isn't gonna work for me because Not only was I burning through all of my money, I had a super fucking toxic ex, which I am going to have to do a Patreon episode about that because it's so fucking crazy of just how awful he was. And y'all are going to need to hear this because some of you are probably in a similar relationship right now too and shouldn't be. But it was rough, right? Running, running out of all of my money I had saved up, really not making ends meet with the coaching and spending all of my time doing something that wasn't the coaching. It fucking sucked. So I had to come to terms with the absolute death of my first big dream that I really cared about and that's when I came back into corporate work. I was like, HR sales, super easy. I've been doing this for years already. I'm just going to go back in here so I can make a lot of money as quick as I can to rebound from the shit show I was in. So dead ass, it was like December 2019. I got hired at the last company that I was working at. I... Didn't get my first paycheck soon enough to be able to pay my bills for January. So I had to, with my tail between my legs at like age 30, ask my stepmom for several thousand dollars to borrow to pay my bills. Um, So that was awful. That was terrifying. That was like, okay one of my worst fears ever of like losing everything and running out of all of my money actually came true but there's another lesson because i'm still here fuckers so (laughs) you're always going to land on your feet like until it's your time to go like you're always going to be okay somehow all right i promise so that that was that journey um i am still not in a place right now where I think I even want to coach, but that coaching journey transformed my entire life. And again, living in this constant state of discomfort where my comfort zone was expanding every time I was doing something or taking action, I just learned to just do it scared. Like it's a choice. You can decide to be like, okay, I hear you fear, I'm going to do nothing. Or you can be like, I hear you and I'm still doing it and try to fucking stop me. And usually you come out the other end and it's like nowhere near as bad as you thought it was going to be. That was a very long story to tell you. If you're trying to just make a change right now radically, you can do that. <laughs> There's way, way easier ways to start to make those changes. But that was like probably the biggest pivot for me in my entire life so far, I would have to say. And that has given me the most growth in the shortest amount of time. So these days, I'm happy as fuck. I am married to the absolute love of my life, uh, who I thought I would never meet, thought I was going to be alone forever. I am living such an authentic, kick-ass life. I do shit I love nonstop. I am having hiking adventures every single weekend. I am all over the place doing cool-ass shit. And I fully have come into my own when it, in terms of understanding myself, what I want, and in terms of leveraging the energy all around you and within you to create the life that you want. So, this podcast is going to definitely be uh, heavily focused on things like manifesting. So, if you think that's like not for you or a joke, and you're like, yeah, right. I mean, I would actually encourage you to keep listening to upcoming episodes because hopefully we can change that for you and then you can like have a fucking amazing life. But if you're like, yes, 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 I love manifesting and I want to learn all about that shit, we're going to go like into all of these areas, like so many things that were not on my radar when I first started learning about it. I'm starting this podcast because I've had to figure all of this out alone for the most part. And I'm willing to bet that many of you have felt the same. I've had amazing teachers and mentors along the way, but when you're fed up with your life and you want to make a change, it's really hard to figure out how and who to seek out. So I'm creating this to help everyone who might just be starting down that path of self-improvement for the first time. Or maybe you burnt yourself out and you're ready to come back and tackle this again. Because I don't want you to have to stay stuck in that place of overwhelm or this place of indecision when it comes to making the changes that are going to have a big big impact on your life. So we're going to start to unpack them here and make it super fucking easy. Occasionally, I'm thinking of having some guests on and long term, I'd love to share some listener stories. I'm also really up in the air in terms of what I'll do from a Patreon episode point of view. Um maybe unpacking some of my trauma because I don't know, Like, if you don't like to laugh about your trauma, this might not be the podcast for you because I might have my best friend Shelby on and we might just be kicking back and like cry laughing about how fucked up our childhoods were. Um, So tune in for shit like that. But if you have any ideas of content that you would really like to hear, um, I would love to know what you are interested in. This podcast is, obviously, if you made it this far, explicit because I am an unfucking filtered, neurodivergent gal who doesn't give a fuck if you don't like swear words. If that's the case, there are plenty other podcasts out there that are going to go into the same sort of topics and they're not going to say fuck every other word. Anyways, that is it for today. Short and sweet. Wanted to just kind of give you an idea of what's to come. Um, some of the future episodes. We're going to start really easy with episode two for strategies to clean up your life, like really quick and easy block and tackle types of things. And then we'll get into some more detail and specifics from there. So make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share this with your friends. If you have any questions, any suggestions, or a super cool story to share about your own transformation, email me at regretproofwithjessie at gmail.com. That's regretproofwithjessie. Jesse Jesse is spelled with an I-E, J-E-S-S-I-E, at gmail.com and that's it for now so i'm gonna sign off homies keep it real keep going and keep creating you are in charge and you get to decide what your life looks like okay bye